This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give a perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode most Fridays at 9 o'clock. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new show. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less or If you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel, and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today on Open Forum in the villages with Joe Femia from the Porsche Club. Say hi to everybody, Joe. Hi, how are you doing out there? And as always, we're going to start our show with a little bit of a joke. Joe, what do you think a private investigator's favorite shoes are? Hmm, let me think about this. Private investigator's favorite shoes. Does it have something to do with gum? You're close. It's sneakers. Sneakers, very good. Applause, applause, applause. I want to thank everyone for listening. Let me tell everyone a little bit about you, Joe, or you you can tell them. How many years have you been living here in the villages? It's been six years this June. We're full-time residents of the village of uh, Pine Ridge. Okay, so you're in Lake County. We're in Lake County. We're actually in Fruitland Park. Fruitland Park? Fruitland Park uh, Police. uh, They do drive-through of our uh, streets. Oh, that's that's better than we get here. We've... (laughs) We never see the sheriff of Sumter County unless we call him. Well, that's true, unless you have a problem. Unless you have a problem. And before you got to the villages, where did you live, Joe? Uh, originally from Connecticut. I uh, was up, born there, raised there. Never left there except for military service. Uh, decided to move to the villages full-time, not part-time. And when you weren't in the military, what, what line of work were you in? I was in uh, credit and financial analysis. I worked for uh, several companies in that line of business, Dun & Bradstreet. Uh, I also worked for John Hancock, and I worked for a private company called Credit Services. Okay. And how early or how long ago did you gain an interest in Porsches? Joe is president of the Village's Porsche Owners Club. Correct. I've always had sports cars most of my life, starting with Triumphs, then moving on to Datsun 240Z, and then to uh, Volkswagen Beetles. I became interested in Porsches basically because my wife is the original owner of a 1974 Pontiac Firebird, and she kept showing the car at different shows. And I was the one who took care of the car. So I decided that, wow, since I'm doing all this, maybe I should have a car and go back to getting a sports car of my own. So I shopped around and found that uh, Porsches, which is a very beautiful car, very well-engineered, very famous in their racing history, they were having some cars that were fiberglass made replicas. And in Florida, in Miami, was a company called Fiberfab. I went to their showroom, looked at their Porsches, and that was it. 
I decided to get a kit, built it, started in 1986, finished it in 2011. 25 years. Life got in the way. It took you 25 years to finish this kit. It did. Is the company that made the kit still in business? The company that made the kit is out of business. You cannot get kits anymore from anywhere, any companies. All the ones that made the kits are out of business. The only way you can get them now is completely built out of California. Uh, they start at 39000 up to 60000 I paid for my kit $7,915, but you have to put in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. It is. And if we look under the kit, the exterior, what what chassis do we find? I built on a car that I owned at the time. It was a 1974 Super Beetle. It's still, the car is still registered as a 1974 Super Beetle. I built the chassis. It had to be considerably altered. It had to be shortened for the kit to allow to go on. The kit came fully assembled as far as the body itself, and that was it. The doors had to be hung. It must have been in a really big box if the, the car body was fully assembled. It was. It was a huge box. I saw it. I uh, had arranged for the kit to be delivered to the place that was going to do the alterations on the VW. It was a friend of mine who owned a garage and where I was located in Meriden, Connecticut. He allowed me to put everything into a bay. And as the stuff came in, he Hmm. would assemble it. Okay. So you actually didn't do all the work. You had some of the hard work done by a professional. I was basically the person that supervised everything that was done. However, I did do the soundproofing on the car. Mm-hmm. I did do some work on the engine with my engine builder. I did do the all the emblems that are on the car. I put those on myself and basically supervised everything else and arranged for the stuff to be purchased, brought in, and delivered to the people that were assembling it. Okay. And, and how long did the car kit stay in the this garage where you had it shipped to? Basically, the, the, the kit was in there for about a year so they can do the adjustments to the chassis that had to be made for the kit to fit on it. After that, they did whatever they could in terms of placing the basics of the kit onto the car. From there, I took it back, arranged for the kit to be repainted because over 25 years, the original color of the car was black. It faded considerably, so I had to choose a lighter color. So I chose a color that it is now, which is a 1985 General Motors color called Skyline Blue. And uh, Porsche never had that color in the inventory. They don't have that color in their inventory now. Okay. So it's, uh, I've seen the car. It's a nice-looking car. Thank you. But, but it is all fiberglass. It is all fiberglass, including the bumpers. It weighs only 1,595 pounds. The bumpers are made out of fiberglass? Bumpers are made out of fiberglass. Mm-hmm. And what year Volkswagen was it? Based on? Uh, it's The chassis is a 1974 uh, Super Beetle. The kit is made to uh, resemble as closely as possible 1955 uh, Porsche 356 Speedster. Okay, so speaking of speed, how fast have you gotten that thing up to? You want it in kilometers or miles per hour? Because it's the, ta- the speedometer is in kilometers. I can go up to 120 kilometers, but I've only had it up to like 70 miles per hour. Okay. I've always had problems with that conversion. Yes, the conversion is tricky. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're the leader of the Porsche Owners Club here in the Villages, and you're also a member in the Porsche Club of America. Right. As a leader of the Porsche Club in the Villages, uh, we also took uh, our information up to the people in Ocala, which is the thoroughbred region of the Porsche Club of America, and told them what we were doing down here. 
they wanted us to also be involved with them. So what they did, they made Bob Fawcett and myself, the other leader of the club, Southern Zone representatives for Porsche Club of America. So basically, we are involved with the national club as well as our local club here. But we try and do as much as possible in conjunction with the uh, thoroughbred region of out of Ocala. Mm-hmm. Porsche clubs uh, in general run a lot of uh, time trials and track events. Do your the members in your club get to participate in something like that? Uh, they are available up of uh, Alcala, out of the uh, thoroughbred region. They do stuff such as that. Our main stuff down here is our main thing is our annual car show, which is held in the villages. Other than that, uh, we have our monthly meetings. We tried to do some socialized stuff at our last meeting, which was this past Tuesday. We agreed that after all of our meetings, we would get together and have lunch because we have our meetings from 10 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock. So what we're going to do starting in July is go down to the Havana Country Club, which is like two miles from where we hold our meetings, and as a group, go there for lunch. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. I know your club does that. The Mercedes Club. After your meetings. After our uh, after, late afternoon meetings, we drive to a different restaurant every month. Keeping in mind, variety is the spice of life. It is. And some people like less expensive restaurants, and some people want to go to classier places. And so about two-thirds of our people typically go out to the uh, dinner after the meeting. How many people actually show up at a Porsche Club meeting? At our meetings down here, we Mm -hmm. have between 25, 30 at each meeting. Mm -hmm. It's growing every month because we get new people coming into the villages, and we try to get the word out that we have a Porsche Club within the villages So we encourage new members to come. Wherever I see a Porsche as I'm driving around, I put one of our business cards on it, which explains what we are and what our meetings are, just as you do. We do the same thing for the Mercedes Club. The big upcoming event that I wanted to spend some time talking to you about, uh, Joe, is the All-German Car Show. That This year is going to be October 15th at the Harbor Hills Country Club in Lady Lake. Last year, we had 110 vehicles registered for the show, and this year we're hoping to get 150. So if you're driving a German-made vehicle, a Porsche, a Mercedes, BMW, Audi, or even a Chrysler Crossfire. Volkswagen. Volkswagen. We have a couple of Volkswagens registered uh, already. And we're registering your car as a Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> like the, the family prefers Porsche. Porsche. Okay. I just didn't see the A at the end of it. Well, e it's, is pronounced it's, A. It's pronounced. It's not there, but it's pronounced. Okay. At the show this year, again, we're going to have our all-German band. It's a, that's a 15 to 17-piece brass band with a nice accordion and a singer uh, to play German music. So we're going to have a Oktoberfest atmosphere. The Harbor Hills Country Club is going to be serving some German-style food, as well as having some German adult beverages, like beer, available for purchase. Again, the show is sponsored by, is a charity fundraiser for Dollars for Scholars. I actually had the opportunity to go to their awards banquet about two weeks ago, and they awarded about $40,000 to students graduating from high schools in the villages, Leesburg, Wildwood, for scholarships or continuing education, whether it was a trade school or a two-year college or a four-year college. Last year, we managed to raise about $6,000 for them. 
this year I'm hoping we do a little bit better. Guests, those are people who don't have a car to show but want to see these German vehicles, can come to the uh, show and make a donation to the to Dollars for Scholars. Guests who want to make a reservation can go online to our website, ticketing website, to register your car. If you're not a member of the Mercedes Club, BMW Club, or the Porsche Club, you can go to the, the ticketing site, which is extremely simple. It's teenyurl, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com forward slash A-G-C-S 2022. And that will take you to the site where you can purchase tickets to the show and see, read, read the, the whole write-up on the show. I forgot to mention, Joe, that we're going to have vendors at the show. We, we have space for 15 vendors. They'll include vendors like Mercedes-Benz of Gainesville, who will be bringing some new cars and their service van that comes to the villages once or twice a week to service cars on people's driveway. We'll have all German Motor Works. We'll have Porsche of Ocala. We'll have, believe it or not, Blue Cross Blue Shields has got a booth. Total Recon, Tom McKee, is going to be there for the booth, and he does all types of cosmetic car work, paint repair, chip repair, wheel rash repair, ceramic coating, and upholstery work, as well as fixing problems in headlights and windshields. Uh, I'll just give a little bit of the, the background of the old German car show. It really started about three and a half years ago when Scott Taylor and I, who was the president of the Porsche Owners Group at the time, talked about what could we do that would be grander than our monthly cars and coffee. We do have a cars and coffee at Lake Sumter Square area behind the Fidelity Investment once a month on the last Saturday morning of the month from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And we said, what can we do that's grander? And we said, well, why don't we bring together all the German makes? The, there is no plain BMW club here in the villages. So people who have the regular BMW sedans or SUVs were, were kind of locked out from displaying their vehicles. And the, the all-German car show says, you don't have to be a member of one of the car clubs to display your car. In fact, because the show is held on the grounds of the Harbor Hills Country Club, outside of the limits of the villages, anybody can bring a car. We've had cars come down from Jacksonville. We've had cars come up from uh, West Palm Beach. And it's, it's a great show. People enjoy it. It's only four hours long from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And most people have lunch there at the show with the German food. We have uh, trophies this year. We have 13 trophies that we're going to be awarding. Yes, the trophies actually have arrived. We have a best of show trophy, over two feet tall. We have a first, second, and third place in each one of the four brand categories, Mercedes, Porsche, BMW, and then other German. And four times three is 12, plus one is 13 trophies. And, and they look very good, very elegant. During the course of the show, if you stop by the vendor booth, the vendors will be offering door prizes. They'll 
ask you to fill out a piece of paper or card, and we're going. Each vendor is supposed to offer a door prize worth at least fifty dollars. Some offered more than that last year. The goal of our show is to get more people to participate in the German brand car clubs, as well as raise more money for the Dollars for Scholars group, which does some some wonderful work. In a later show this summer, we're going to have George Gillette, the head of Dollars for Scholars, come on and talk a little bit more about what they do. Joe, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about the mission of the Porsche Owners Group here in the Villages? Uh, The Porsche Owners uh, Club of the Villages is not just open to people who happen to own a Porsche. It's open to anybody who has an interest in the Porsche brand, whether it be their merchandise, their tractors, their racing history. As long as they have an interest in the brand itself, they are more than welcome to come to any one of our meetings, which are held on the uh, first Tuesday of every month at 10 a.m., usually goes for about an hour, at the McCall Regional Recreation Center in the village of Largo. Uh, we are there to promote our membership, to get them more involved in our annual car show, which is held at Sumter Landing uh, this year. The show is going to be May 26th, which is Memorial Day weekend, from 4.30 till 8. We just want to have people come out, look at the cars, talk to the exhibitors who will be right there by their cars, and they will tell you anything you want to know about their specific vehicle. Last year, uh, 2021, the show was held on uh, Valentine's Day, which was a Monday. Uh, at that time, the squares were extremely busy because it was Valentine's and the restaurants were open. And we happened to have one of the better groups in the villages performing at the gazebo, which was Rocky and the Rollers. So we had a lot of interest. We had 39 cars show at the uh, display. People were always interested in talking to prospective uh, people who came to just look about their cars. In addition, as Mike said, we uh, co-sponsor Cars and Coffee the last Saturday of every month in the uh, parking lot behind Fidelity. That is open to any type of vehicle in the village, not just Porsches, not just Mercedes. It's open to anybody who has a classic vehicle that they would like to show. It's a uh, an area where people can get together, talk, which they often do. And in the meantime, if they want to go get grab a coffee, there's Panera's right there. You can just go around the corner and satisfy whatever needs you have regarding refreshments. Right. It's it's kind of a a great little event. It never has much more than about 40 cars, but usually between 30 and 40. We, We usually have a nice contingent from Porsche, Mercedes, a couple of BMWs, always a couple of Brand new Corvettes. Mazdas. Mazdas. We had a Rolls Royce Rolls-Royce. a couple of weeks ago. Teslas. Now we're getting Teslas. We Corvettes. Miatas. Miatas. And then we have the occasional weird car. <laughs> uh, we had a, uh, a Fraser come in a couple of months ago. And then we had that French car that was featured in the newspaper. I, I should know the name of it. The guy that owns it is up the street from us. It's in the repair shop now, though. However, I've talked to him a couple of times, and he said he's having a little bit of trouble finding some parts for a very rare car that he has. I forgot what the name of it is. Yeah, and that's the car that's got a Chrysler engine in it. Yes. Made in France. Made in France. 
Well, that's better than some of the English. Well, there's a guy named Chevrolet who's very famous. I think he was French. Right, right. Somehow General Motors wound up with that brand name. Yes. They must have paid the guy enough money to make it, make it worth his while. A lot of francs. A lot of francs. Well, Joe, in terms of your car club, what do you think the, the biggest accomplishment of the car club has been? The fact that we're still in existence, as a matter of fact, is our biggest accomplishment. And we are constantly looking for new people to join our club. We'd like to expand it, do more things. Uh, as I said, our biggest event is that car show. Now, a lot of people are interested in Porsches because, as like Mercedes, the cars are well-designed, well-engineered, very reliable, have a rich racing history. Even today, these cars are raced. I don't know if Mercedes is much into other than Formula One racing, but uh, Porsche is uh, into the 24 hours of Daytona, Le Mans, Safaris. Uh, they are even thinking about getting back into Formula One this coming season. Uh, after this year, Audi will be back in Formula One racing. They will be supplying engines to the Red Bull team. Those engines are designed, engineered, but not manufactured by Porsche. It'll be interesting to see when they turn those races into electric car races. I am not looking forward to the electric era in race cars or regular street cars. I am not in favor of I love analog cars. So, Joe, is there anything else you think we want to tell our listeners about possibility in the future of opening this up to all european cars right if we have enough demand we may do that yes include the english brands and the italian brands so if you're listening to this and you have one of those cars feel free to pick up the phone give me a call at give me a call at 513-646-6523 or you can go out to the registration site for the the car show. Or come to the show and see if you like it. Right. We, we have room for over 200 guests yes. to park their cars and see, walk around and see the show, talk to the owners, talk to the vendors. We had about 120 guests last year. It worked out very well. The folks at Dollars for Scholars handled the guest parking lot and they did a great job of allowing people to get into the lot and, more importantly, leaving when they wanted to. The show has good history of no rain, but the show runs rain or shine, except if it's canceled. <laughs> and the only reason I think we'll cancel it is if we have a hurricane, and hopefully we won't have one of those. Okay. I just want to say that the previous uh, leader of our club here in the village is Scott Taylor, and I were discussing at one of the shows why it was the responsibility of the Mercedes-Benz Club solely to plan and run this show. We didn't think that was right. So we, as a group, wanted to become more involved in the planning and running of the show and take some of the burden off of the Mercedes Club of the Villages. We'd like to get other car clubs to join us in this, and we are always working to get more clubs involved in this because it is all German brands, not just Porsche and Benz. Yeah, and we, we have a, a nice committee this year. And I want to thank you, Joe, involving both all three clubs, the Mercedes Club, the BMW, Z Owners Club, uh, and and the Porsche, Porsche. Porsche. And we have about 10 people on that committee, everything from someone handling the vendors, someone handling parking, someone handling, handling window placards for the cars, 
And we could always use some extra volunteers if you're listening to this and you say, well, I'd like to get involved with an auto show. I've never done that before. There's always something we can figure out for you to do. We have a great show. We have a great time. Joe, I want to thank you for being on the show with us today. And I want to thank you for allowing me to come and do this podcast with you. Good. We are making a change soon. All of our shows will be distributed by a single podcast syndicator, Buzzsprout, both the old shows and the new show. We are also changing our subscription plans. Now you will be a supporter by simply making a subscription, subscribing via Buzzsprout. You can make a contribution of any amount that you'd like. We'd suggest $3 a month. If that's too much for your budget, you can pay less or If you're really enjoying what we're doing and want to see us continue, you can pay more. This is going to be a subscriber-supported podcast. We are making this conversion to make it easier for everybody. And all of the subscriber-only episodes that were available on Apple Podcasts will now be converted to the Buzzsprout channel, and everyone can go ahead and listen to those. Remember, our next episode will air live Friday at 9 a.m., or should I say pre-recorded, but that's when it'll be released on our regular subscriptions. Bonus subscribers can get early access to episodes. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike at RothVoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2023, all rights reserved.